Welcome to 40 Years of Hip Hop, where we review a thousand songs in the span of 40 years from 1979 to 2019. Before we get into this review, this month we are giving away a 40 Years of Hip Hop t-shirt manufactured by Champion. All you have to do is subscribe to our YouTube channel to have a chance to win. Also check out our t-shirt store. We have a few original tees and more coming out on the way. You like cool artwork? Check out 40 Years of Hip Hop displayed metallic posters. We have released the first five and the collection is growing. Go check it out at display.com slash 40 Years of Hip Hop. And party people, you like the channel? Show your support by buying us a coffee at our Patreon, buyusacoffee.com slash 40 Years of Hip Hop. That would be much appreciated. You can also follow us on our Facebook page, 40 Years of Hip Hop, on our Facebook discussion group where we share a lot of music, at, and you have to search for 40YOHH, that's the acronym for 40 Years of Hip Hop. And you can always follow us on our Twitter page at 40 Years of Hip Hop. Also check out our IG at 40 Years of Hip Hop. You can also check my own IG, my own IG, I mean, at the G-Man 40 Years of Hip Hop. It's spelled T-H-E-G-M-A-N 40-Y-O-H-H. Last but not least, go check out our Spotify playlist page for the Years of Hip Hop to listen to our latest playlist. You can find all these links in the description down below. And remember to watch the live video review of Mr. Mounds on our YouTube channel for the Years of Hip Hop for a different opinion and perspective perspective on the same review that I did. Yes, uh, back to another episode for the Years of Hip Hop. We now are at episode 48. It's the G-Men in the house, you know. And episode 48, it's Souls of Mischiefs, 93 Till Infinity. That's the name of the track and also the name of the album. 93 Till Infinity. It was released in 1993. So, for as far as originality about the song, the first thing that makes it the song original um, this song changed the game in hip-hop in late 93. A little more than a year after Das Effects changed the East Coast sound and style of rap when they released the One Effects. And Dr. Dre and Snoop released on the West Coast the G-Funk sound with nothing but a G-Tang. Two classics that we will review in the following seasons for sure, you know. Let's get back to 93 Until Infinity. The song completely redefined the art of lyrical technique for the West Coast as far as originality. The roles, the hieroglyphics crew to a level of prominence with that record. After Dell and Casual have paved the way for alternative California hip-hop, the Bay Area, the guys traded bars on the song, which was a bit unusual at the time. First to explain it was the way to go to include everybody on the 16-bar verse that was so repetitive in hip-hop music. To keep it interested too, they traded like rapid-fire rhymes that became their trademark on many of their other songs. The song was simply original. It was how the West Coast landmark crew just chilled, you know? The video in itself was so fresh and different, a masterpiece by the late director Michael Lucero. After listening to the song, he came up with the concept of capturing the Northern California vibe by shooting at the Yosemite and going to the Pinnacles. 
he managed to capture all the microclimates of California, you know, like the beaches, the snow, the mountains, and the desert in the video. Overall, uh, as far as originality, how could you top that? Mostly in 93, you know, how could you do better than that? So, for that, I came up with a 5, a perfect score, you know. Oh, let's uh, don't forget to go check out the vlog to see what my man Ron thinks about it. And don't forget, it's his pick, so he, he cannot complain. I have the five varieties, you know. So, for delivery, lyrics, and flow. First point about that uh, the song's lyrics are on, a, on another level, simply. A beautiful song about a four man crew that raps about chilling and hanging out. They talk about similar things like Dr. Dre's The Chronic, like smoking weed, stealing another man's girl, and talking shit, you know, but in a different, more relaxed and laid-back way, the Bay Area way. The different flows and rhymes patterns are simply out of this world. At the pinnacle of the West Coast G-Funk gangster era, they came out with a distinct style that included a rhyme scheme based on internal rhyming. The Hieroglyphics Collective are known to be the most skillful rappers in the industry, on the West Coast also. All they do is spit, spit, spit lyrical madness, you know? Should shout out to my favorites from the Hyrule crew, Casual, and the often underrated great Delta Funky Homo Sapien. As far as Hip Hop Quartable, you know, wow, this one, the whole track is a quartable, you know? so. I got four quotables for this one because it's rare to have all members of a group as skilled as each other as each other in their own way. They are all in the band because of skills only, not because they are family or friends and being put in on, you know. Uh, I went like in verse one, I went with the opioid verse. Dial the seven digits, call up Bridget's, remains a midget, plus she got friends, you I can dig it, here's a 40 swing it, you know it's frigid, you know, that's so cool. And uh, I went with, for Tajai, I went on the first three, hey miss, who's there, I'm true there, no time to do hair, the flicks at height, so get straight, so you look great, let's grab now, a rub down sounds flavor, later there's the treasure. There's the theater. We in the cut. The cinema was mediocre. Take her to the crib so I can stroke her. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I remember these days, you know. We used to all do that, you know. After the cinema, the bad cinema, we went to get a stroke, you know, at the crib. And then you got Festo. For Festo, it's on verse 9. I chose. I be cool in school's in session, but I'm fresh in rapping, so I take time off to never rhyme soft. I'm off on my own shit, my own click, roll many back rolls with a fat stock and blocks folding rugs, holding stunts captive with my persona. And then for to finish it up, I went with 8 plus on verse 12. I mic her, attack her with the smoothness. I do this peeping what my crew gets. Oh, loot, props, respect, and bloods to pass. Crews talk shit, but in my face they kiss my ass, smack. They buy flows, but we make up new ones. Are if you really dope, why ain't you sign yet? But I get my loot from Jive Zomba. I'm a bomb yo, you will see from now till infinity. So these are for like four quotables. And uh, a fun fact, in poetry, 
An internal rhyme or middle rhyme is a rhyme that occurs within a single line of a verse or between internal phrases across multiple lines. By contrast, rhyme between line endings is known as an rhyme. So, see these guys how skillful they are to math master that internal internal rhyming scheme. And uh, don't forget courtesyofgenius.com for the lyrics. And for that reason, you know, for the lyrics. You know, my man, man, I went with another five. I got the five varieties. You know? Let's see what he came up to. Go check out the vlog portion, you know, on YouTube. Okay, as far as beats, productions, uh, what makes this good or bad? Beats and rhymes are centered around a live bass and obscure jazz form samples that cover the whole project of the album. That was the sound of the album. The main beat of this title track is chill and laid back. A different sound for my New York boom bap style. I was actually impressed when it came out. I was already exploring newer sound in hip hop like Define Styler, Delta Funky Homo Sapien and Casual. I have a weakness for great lyricists in rap as you can see. This beat was really good but not to the level that I was, it was renewed over time to me. I couldn't see myself rapping over that beat. I was too much of a hip-hop purist MC back then. Things, things have changed now, but still the beat is pretty unusual for me. You know, it's what I was raised a brother. Notes about the producer, A+, uh, one of the members of the crew. He's an MC and a producer. And he produced a lot of the tracks for Souls of Mischief. He stated since they didn't have much money while doing odd jobs to make it happen when they were recording, he stumbled upon that Billy Cobham record in a dollar bin section of vinyls and just grabbed it. He used to listen to his sample at a 45 speed because of the limited capabilities of the sample time on the machines back then. Mostly he used an SP1200 sampler because many producers in the early 90s did this trick for jazz sampling on the SP. And I did too when I used my SP1200 back then. On this track, he sped up the sample header to a ridiculous rate to do something different in hip-hop at that time and make an, an up-tempo beat. The beat was made for Pep Love at first, and he offered it to Pep Love because it suited the Pep Love, Pep Love's flow to, for according to A+. But while listening to it, a few of the members of Souls Mitchell were there and said, Hey, ho, hold your horses. We're pulling ranks up in here because we're in the middle of recording the album and just we just bogarted the beat. The rest is history. And that's how the beat came to be, Dynage Until Infinity. The beat contains two samples. Uh, first of all, you got the hooks and riffs of Heather by Billy Coburn from 1974. That's the base of the beat. The little background of the beat. And then you get the drums of the jam by Graham Central Station, the 1975 sample. Another fun fact, you know, during an interview with Spin Magazine, they explained that the song was actually called 91 Till Infinity. When they made it as a demo in 91 while in high school, on a whole different beat that was way darker and slower. The song was never really laid out, but the verses were written. Then in 92, while recording the album, they updated it to 92 till infinity with uh, a little bit of adjustment to the lyrics. But the album actually came out in 93, hence 
the change of title to Nightly Trend to Infinity, and the rest is history. Courtesy of TheBlueSample.com and for the information of production. And I went with a 3.75 for the beat. Let's see what my man Rounds got up in there for beats and production. Go check out the vlog on the YouTube channel. As far as relevance and longevity, did it stand the test of time? If so, how? Hell yeah, it did. In 98, that album was selected as one of the source 100 best rap albums of all time, you know. The song 93 Till Infinity was also included on the compilation remix album, another late night series mixed by 07 in 2002. This is not even hip hop, you know, it's like house electronic music and they used that for 93 Till Infinity track on that. The song charted on four different Billboard charts. Uh, the two best peaks were on the Billboard Billboard Hot 100 at number 72, and the Billboard Hot Rap Singles as number 11. The song also made the cut on the music reference book Chris Skull's Consumer's Guide album of the 90s. It's by the American journalist and essayist Robert Crisco. A pretty good consumer guide, and the track made the list, you know. The song was mixed by A Plus in 93 for the group's 19 Till Infinity, uh, the remix version. It was covered uh, as O3 Till Infinity by Consequence and Kanye West, but it was released in 2004. It was sampled in over 25 songs, most notable ones were the late 2000s, ironically, you know. It's like you got Lysol by Currency featuring Young Roddy that used the sample in 2008, How Do We Do by Freddie Gibbs in 2009, then you got 09 Until, that's the song by Tigger in 2009, then you got J. Cole in Rendition in 2009 called Till Infinity, and then the best one to me was Big Crit in 2010, and, it was, and the track was called Some Days, you know, he used the layback of the beat and he ripped it. Another fun fact, A-plus and Tajai started the group as a duo and they were called Rhythm, Rhythm and Excellence before bringing in Opio and Festo to become Souls of Mitches. For relevance, longevity, I came up with a perfect score, number five. Yes, I got the five rise, Mr. Ron, you know, go check out what Ron did on the vlog section of the YouTube channel. And last but not least, Powerful Impact, Boom with the Cannon, you know? How did this song impact hip-hop culture? Hmm, the song's impact on hip-hop is simply impressive. Over the years, the song has just grown and grown and touched the younger generations. Unlike G-Funk and East Coast Boom Bap, the Oakland, the Oakland alternative hip-hop sound hasn't frozen in time. Maybe it was due to the lightness of the beat and lyrical abilities of the members. The trade-off of the style of rapping and relaxed tone of the song. All music author Steve Huey quoted, Although the title call is, a, the title call is an underappreciated classic, the album makes it greatest impression through its stunning consistency, not individual highlights, and the song is one of the most slept-on records of the 90s. The song is like a prophecy when they claim and name it 92 till infinity back in 93. And now in 2021, the song is still rocking. 93 till infinity means so many different things to so many different people. Till infinity, basically. You know, don't forget, like the invasion of the infinity stones, it's forever, you know. 
Another fun fact, you know, it's the whole Hieroglyphics Collective is from Oakland, California, a town where many great artists originated from. While researching, besides two shows that I knew that rapped the big O, I found out that many rappers and R&B singers hail from Oakland, like Perry Pebbles Weed, that was the ex-manager of TLC, and Ellie Weed's ex-wife from uh, the uh, Ellie Weed label, you know? Then you got Raphael Sadiq and his own Tony 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 Ben. You got Keisha Cole, Kalani, love her. The great drummer Sheila He, oh, that was uh, that was my chick back then. The beautiful Sheila E. You got bassist Freddie Washington, the Pointer Sisters, and the great In Vogue girls group. That was my band In Vogue, you know, Hold On and everything. I didn't know they were from Oakland. All these people, you know. Now for rap. Here's the surprise, we got N Banks, Mac Dre, Drew Down, E.S. Key, MC Hammer, The Loonies, Richie Rich, Yuck Mouth, Digital on the Ground, and even Tupac that lived there where for a while when he connected with Shark D and Digital Underground, when he, he was a role, he was a dancer for them. He lived in Oakland. The Oakland town really contributed to the music industry, really. And for impact, for all that reason, I went out with another perfect score, another five. And Mr. Ron, it's another five. Let's see what you got in there. As a total score, I came up with a 23.75 out of 25. So that comes up to the 95%. Wow. So go check out Mr. Ron on the YouTube channel for the vlog to see what he came up with his total score. So Thank you for listening. This was episode 48, Souls of Mischief, 93 till infinity. And peace, I'm at our Hardy 5000. The G-Man is out.